everybody. Welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Bianca Garcia, and this is Macy Ball. Hello. Hi. This is the second episode of what we call The Toy Box, our series of bonus episodes where we talk about Toy Story and Toy Story-related stuff other than the four movies. Today, we're reviewing the movie Lightyear. Finally. <laughs> finally. Oh, my goodness. I had to wait till it came out on Disney+, Plus, but I finally saw it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Oh, my we're, goodness. We're in no rush. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm glad that I actually got to see it because my life has been hectic since the last movie. <laughs> and yeah, just, you know, gonna... everything happening, I'm like, I better see this movie. <laughs> it, it's it's good to be back. It is. You know months. what? It's it feels kind of weird because we had that long break, but I am mm-hmm. excited to review this movie. Yeah. I guess we should uh maybe explain. I guess we I, I think we talked about it some in our in our Disney World episode, our bonus episode that we did about Disney World and obviously yeah. you just mentioned it in the intro, but this is uh, what we call the toy box, our our series of bonus episodes where we take a look at other Toy Story stuff, other very other exciting than, Toy Story stuff. Yeah, other than uh, watching the movies two minutes at a time. Eventually, we may do this movie too, two minutes at a time. Maybe I if I don't feel like we're obligated to do it since it's a spinoff movie. Right, not it's not one actually of main... a Toy Story movie, but maybe yeah. if we run out of content, <laughs> if we'll we get it. to the if we get to the end of Toy Story four and we and we still want to keep doing this, then yeah, yeah, I think so. But for now, we're just doing this one episode, giving giving our thoughts about it. And man, I've been I saw it. Like I saw it uh, at the premiere thing they did. The what was it called? The Andy. It, it was a special, like two days before the actual premiere thing. And right, I've been sitting. Yeah. It was almost two months ago. I've been sitting on my thoughts about it ever <laughs> since. I am so sorry. I made you wait. You're just like that SpongeBob. No, I didn't meme. mean it like that. I mean, <laughs> I just mean I've had all these thoughts sitting around in my head well the good thing about it is that you've had time to actually like deeply ponder it (laughs) yeah we'll see um we should also give people a warning we're gonna be talking about spoilers yes this is not spoiler free this is spoiler infested so if you have not seen (laughs) it and you don't want any spoilers just turn us off right now i i don't care what you're doing right now if you're driving to work or whatever, pull Crash over to the car. side of the road. <laughs> pull over to the side of the road. If you have Disney Plus, pull it up on your phone, or if you have to subscribe and download it on your phone, watch the movie, <laughs> and then finish this episode. And then when your boss is mad at you for being late to work, you can you can just blame us. You can tell him it was a family emergency because we're family now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> also obviously since we're not doing a two-minute clip we're doing an entire movie if we did narration like we usually do in each episode 
this episode would be insanely long. <laughs> Very long. It would be as long as the movie. <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to have uh, thoughts and opinions. Just sort of a, a conversation about it. Yeah. yeah. Just, just whatever we want to talk about. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, when I um when I first heard that they were gonna make the Lightyear movie, I I thought it was neat because it's like, oh, we get to see like actual like what I was thinking when I first heard about it and I didn't know it was supposed to be the movie that Andy saw. I mm-hmm. thought it was supposed to be like like Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. But they're making it a movie. Like, that's what I thought. Oh, well, that's interesting. But then when I heard it was Andy's movie, I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. (laughs) There was, and still is, like, so much confusion about, like, what this movie is supposed to be. (laughs) And it did not help, like, when it was first announced and Chris Evans tweeted uh, (laughs) trying to explain what it was i don't have the the tweet in front of me so i don't remember the exact wording but he said it was like the story about the real human buzz Lightyear, and the entire internet i feel like collectively went huh like what i know real human buzz Lightyear. i I think in in hindsight i think he meant live action because I think in the context of the Toy Story world, this is meant to be like a live action movie. Right. Yeah. And I but, think that's where all the confusion started with everybody. Cause I was like, there's no real life Buzz Lightyear. I'm like, there's Buzz Aldrin, <laughs> but not Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah. And I think that I think, and I, I think some of that confusion and, expectations that were set up i mean we'll get into it more as we get more into the movie but i feel like pixar maybe set up some expectations Mm -hmm. for it that didn't end up being like what it turned out to be which is why maybe some of the reviews have been reviews have been like so mixed to negative yeah but but we can talk about that more a little later. I was just like, this, if this is supposed to be the origin story of Buzz, or like the show or movie that Buzz was from, I was like, we already have that, though. Yeah, we do. We have Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. <laughs> like, and I, I know I don't expect Disney or Pixar to ever acknowledge that that show and the movie exist. But right. still, I'm like, it's it's right there. In fact, I watched the like behind the scenes um, documentary that they did about it. That's on Disney Plus about this mm-hmm. movie, and someone was saying like, I always or the director, I think Angus McLean was saying like, I always wondered like, what was the thing, the show or movie that Buzz was from? I was like, it's Buzz Lightyear Star Command. <laughs> That's exactly. what it is. Get it right. <laughs> yeah, and even in. Like we talked about um, when we talked about the beginning of the first Toy Story mm-hmm. movie, they they had imagined that Buzz was from like this cartoon show, and originally the movie started off with a scene from that cartoon. Mm-hmm. 
then this is where even more confusion comes in where so the title card at the beginning of the movie says that this is the movie that Andy saw the toy that the toy buzz was from Mm -hmm. which is not totally true turns out oh really it's not the whole story so it's been confirmed by the director Angus McLean on Twitter um that in the universe of Toy Story, this movie, Lightyear, came out in 1986. At the time, there weren't any toys based on it because they didn't have a licensee. And then later, um, there was the animated series, which is supposedly Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. And uh, that is what the toy from Toy Story is based it's on. From, and they yeah. originally. Apparently, they originally had that longer explanation in the beginning, but they decided it was too much. <laughs> and I understand that, but at the same time, I'm like, you could have saved a lot of confusion. Yeah, because even like, because I saw it a second time with my parents, and my mom was like, How is this the movie that Andy saw? She was like, This is way too modern. This is way too like. This is not what they had in 1995. I'm like, you're thinking way too far into this. <laughs> she was thinking like 1995 technology and like all this stuff, you know, like that you'd see in 1995. She's like, no, this is too modern. <laughs> I, f- I feel like it makes more sense as a 1986, like kind of dark mm-hmm. sci-fi movie that then there was later a kid's uh, cartoon based on. Right, but, yeah. And Andy still may have, obviously, they say Andy still saw this movie, so. I don't know. But, like, for me, I, I like that they tried to do that where it was supposed to be the movie that Andy saw so that we can get an idea of, like, oh, this is why he liked Buzz Lightyear so much and this is why, you know, Buzz was really popular. I don't know. Yeah. That's the way I see it. I just wish that they had been able to be, like, more clear about, like, okay, this is the movie that came out in 1986, and then there was this animated series, which was the show that Andy watched that Buzz, the toy from Toy Story, was based on. But Yeah, that makes sense, too. Like, they could have made a little more, um, I guess, an extra title card in the beginning, just saying like this is the 1986 movie that you know like what they were gonna say yeah and i i get that they wanted it to be simpler but it could have used a little more explanation yeah i'm like kids can read they could have read it (laughs) (laughs) what was your um what was your experience watching this movie Okay, so when I first watched it, um, it was when it came out on August 3rd on Disney+. Plus. I, what was I doing? I don't remember what I was doing, but then I remember like, oh, it's out. So I just got on my phone, got on Disney+, Plus, and I just watched it. As soon as I remembered, I'm like, I'm going to forget again, so I'm going to watch it right now. <laughs> And I did. I watched the movie and I, I actually really enjoyed it. Even though it was on my phone screen, I enjoyed the movie. And then the next day is when I told my parents, I'm like, hey, Buzz Lightyear's out. So I, I'm like, you need to watch it with me. 
<laughs> so I I've seen the movie four times now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh three times in theaters, once on Disney Plus. The three times in theaters. <laughs> Every time, either I missed part of it for some reason, or something went wrong. <laughs> I told I've told Bianca all these stories, but so for the first for the first one, I went to the Andy Experience, like I like I mentioned earlier, the mm -hmm. the early showing. I went with my two of my brothers, one who's nineteen and one who's fifteen. And they, I think they both enjoyed it, but I may may have enjoyed it more than them. <laughs> But, uh, so we watched it and, uh, at the very end, you know, I always like to stay and at least the first time I watch a movie, read all of the credits and mm -hmm. see if there's any in credit scenes and, but they wanted to leave. And so I persuaded them, I was able to persuade them to stay until after, um, the first in credit scene. And then I, we just assumed that that was the only uh, credit scene that there was we didn't realize there were <laughs> two more after that oh gosh so we left and i was like well i'm gonna I, I, i'm gonna see it at least one more time uh in theaters anyway so i can stay till the end and and read the credits then <laughs> um and the second time was on the day it premiered uh it actually premiered I accidentally saw it with Spanish subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, gosh. <laughs> um, so long story short, uh, I'd been working all that morning and I saw it like in the afternoon and um, not to be TMI, but I hadn't had a chance to use the restroom Okay. And I was like, and I, I was, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, go to the bathroom after I buy my tickets and get into the theater. And so I was at the, like the ticket um, kiosk, like trying to hurry through buying my ticket. And I remember like briefly kind of registering in my brain that it said CC on like literally all of the showings, but mm -hmm. like I, it didn't, it registered, but for some reason it didn't occur to me what that meant. <laughs> and I got in there and when the movie started, it, all of a sudden it had Spanish subtitles on it. And I was like, <laughs> what the heck? And I looked at my ticket and sure enough, it said uh, Spanish CC. And I was oh like, oh, God. okay. I mean, it's not too terribly bad, but yeah, when you see it, you're like, I don't want subtitles at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, after the first 15 minutes or so, it, they got easy to ignore. Um, I did learn, I did learn the Spanish word, or at least the word that they, the Spanish word that they decided to use for this translation of Buzz's family-friendly curse word of choice for a blast. <laughs> I think it was like reos something like that oh my gosh <laughs> which i looked it up it was either reos or like roya something like that i don't remember mm -hmm. but i looked it up and it means like a lightning strike oh, i think funny <laughs> yeah and it also great. felt appropriate for buzz you know yeah, after that is pretty appropriate for him spanish buzz in toy story 3 which <laughs> yeah. i'm sad that they didn't make a reference to that in this movie 
Yeah. Somehow, but I don't know how, how they would have worked that in. Right. I know. I was thinking about that. I'm like, are they going to put in more Toy Story references or is it just like, are they keeping it as, you know, Buzz Lightyear as possible? Yeah. And they put a lot of, I mean, there's obviously a lot of Toy Story references in there, but it it feels like, oh, they're just like things that he said as a toy because they're like the things that happened Right. To him in the movie. Yeah, I thought that was cute, though. I thought that he, like, narrating into the, his little thing. (laughs) That he Um, was narrating, and they're like, oh, what are you doing? But then the third time, the third time (laughs) that I saw it in the theaters, I was just late to the screening, and I missed, like, the first 10 minutes or so. I think I came in, like, right as he was about to start the first test flight. Okay. Let's talk about Buzz himself, voiced by Chris Evans, Captain America. So at first, when I first heard that they were choosing Chris Evans to voice Buzz, I wasn't even thinking like, oh, they should put Tim Allen. But I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice to use him. But it actually works out. And I actually like his voice for Buzz. Yeah, um, I I felt like he did a, a really good job. I I was wondering, like, if I had seen more Mar- Marvel movies, because I've only seen a handful of them, and I think he was in maybe two. <laughs> so, like, if I was if I was more familiar with him, uh, especially as Captain America, would I be just hearing? Captain, Captain America, America, whatever yeah. Buzz talks. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but, I think um, maybe there was some parts where I was like, okay, yeah, I can hear that's Chris. But for the most part, you just get so immersed in the movie that you're just like, that's Buzz's voice now. <laughs> yeah, and there wasn't, there weren't really any points where I felt like, oh, that wasn't the way Buzz would say that, you know. And, right. and it may help that he's that it's like a human version of him versus the toy version of him. But with both the voice and like the writing of him and characterization characterization and everything else, I really felt like, oh, it still feels like Buzz. He's not out of character right. in any way. Or it it's still the character that that we know and love. Just a different version of him. Right. And for that, like, I wasn't going in expecting him to act like the way Toy Buzz Lightyear acts, but I wasn't expecting him to be, like, totally different either. So I like that they tried to make him as close to the toy as possible, but he also had a little bit more structure as a character. Yeah, and I feel like he particularly feels a lot like delusional buzz like buzz when he thinks he's a space ranger which makes sense because that's the character that he thinks that he is yeah exactly he was more like um not so much like obsessed with star command but he was such a good space ranger that he was like following everything by what star command said so he was a diligent space ranger yeah And he's also very much like 
you know, I've, you know, I've got this. Like, I've, yes, he, he knows very, what he's doing. He's taking charge. Yes. I feel like Buzz is a perfectionist and he has <laughs> to do everything himself or else it's going to go wrong. I also, I, I appreciated that they um, kept his, his nicknames, his way of nicknaming. Yes, People. that was my favorite. That he called <laughs> he, Darby. I'm just gonna say it now that he called Darby the elderly convict. Yeah, and he <laughs> that calls, was my favorite. He calls socks the robotic feline. Yes. Oh my gosh, I've been thinking about that. I'm like, I like that he did that because one of my favorite things in Toy Story is that Buzz would just name them for what they were like slotted pig i still say that whenever i see a piggy bank i'm like oh look a slotted pig yes yeah that made that that made me laugh the first time when i heard the first time i watched it when i heard him call socks a robotic, robotic feline. Feline. <laughs> that made me laugh yes that was great that was the one thing that i was like oh i love that so much i'm glad they put that in there <laughs> And I, I was curious, like how similar the characterization would be to Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Mm-hmm. I've seen the the movie, the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, the Adventures Adventure Begins, mm-hmm. um, like a ton of times because I had it on VHS as a kid. I watched it almost as much as Toy Story, and I've only because I didn't have Disney Channel, so I've only seen like. A handful of episodes mm-hmm. uh here and there of the actual show um and i was thinking like i i had planned to just for fun like binge watch the entire series like before yeah. the movie came out and i didn't end up doing that i ended up watching just the movie after after lightyear came out and when we can talk about and maybe later we can talk about the similarities between the Buzz Lightyear Star Command movie and and Lightyear because they are a surprising amount. But I felt like the characterization was very close in the sense that he comes off as um he, he comes off as like the kind of guy who's like he's been so laser focused on being a space ranger his whole life. Mm-hmm. Like he spent all of his time uh studying and training and everything that he doesn't have um a life maybe he's a little bit so maybe he's a little bit socially awkward yeah and that's honestly i see that for buzz like he's just so dedicated to his job and what he does that when he has free time he doesn't know what to do with himself yeah and it's this question that's been debated, especially since Toy Story 4, and a lot of people felt like the whole like inner voice thing made Buzz oh, seem yeah. like uncharacteristically dumb. I, I feel like he's not dumb. He's not the brightest sometimes, but you right. but he's he's still very intelligent and he I mean he does all those like math equations in this movie. He does all those I like know, math and equations he did on it. it within and, like seconds. I'm like that would have taken me three days. <laughs> <laughs> and he but he is like I said, he's a little bit socially awkward. He doesn't know that cats purr. I know. <laughs> or maybe he, he just didn't think that a robotic feline would have <laughs> He was so confused by it, though, which it, it just made me laugh. But 
Uh, and he doesn't know like how to pronounce words like Hawaii, hey <laughs> way I, or and he he thinks you know he thinks that um, s'mores are called schmoes. Schmoes. Oh, that was my favorite. I still call s'mores schmoes because of that. <laughs> yeah. But it's been it's been a whole like huge discussion. Like how smart is Buzz? But and he's I feel smart. Like- he's just not. He again, he's a little socially awkward, and he's and he sometimes doesn't have the most common sense. And that's I what I was gonna say. Like, whenever you're that smart, your brain just dumps out common sense. Because my brother is the same way. My brother is like the smartest <laughs> person I know, and he can tell you all this stuff about like computer science and math and. All of this like stuff that would make your brain melt, and then he goes and does something, and I'm like, "Why did you do that?" And he just looks at you, kind of like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, like, your brain just dumps that out because it has more information coming in. They're like, "Oh, I don't need that," but it's common sense, and you're just like, "Oh, no, you do need that." Yeah, and even I, I won't talk about it too much because this is. It's kind of going off the rails, going getting into Toy Story 4 a little bit too much. But even in Toy Story 4, my personal opinion is they took that inner voice stuff a little too far at times. But, like, Buzz, it, it wasn't that they they didn't execute it super well, which is part of the right. problem, too. But it's not that Buzz was dumb. It's just that he he didn't understand that what he was talking about. He he took li- Woody literally when he thought when when he was talking about like his inner voice. Yeah, like he figured like, oh, you're talking about your voice box, and I have pre-recorded sounds, so that's my inner voice. And, and he, he also, I think, processes things different I differently than does. Woody. Where like Woody is very like internal, like um, you know, go with your heart, like impulsive, whereas Buzz's uh thought process thought processes are more like external like logical like let's think things through so yeah, he's not he's very uh like not goal oriented but like follows orders he's yeah. very orderly. and it's not that he doesn't have a conscience it's just a very more of an external process that, for him than an internal right. process which is why yeah. he didn't know what what he was talking about And a lot of people are like that, too. Like, I've noticed there's people where it's not that they don't listen to their conscience, but they just are so logically driven that they're like, no, this has to be figured out logically. And I feel like that's the way Buzz is because he's so, like, in the movie, he's like that. He's very like, no, this has to be done this way. And you have to follow protocols and this and that until, you know, everything starts falling apart. That's when he's like, okay, now we got to start doing this. we got to start working together because even through the whole movie, he's like, I have to do this. I have to fix this. Well, even what causes his big mistake at the beginning when he, um, yeah, he thought like, I can do this. Like he's just so he has to follow. He has to finish the mission. In other words, He's so mission oriented that he's like, I have to go like, from mission to mission. Sort of a almost like a, a tunnel vision. Yeah, it's like when you have those little um, 
Those little covering on the horse's eyes so they don't look either way and they just go straight. That's Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I first saw, when they first revealed like the first picture of <laughs> human Buzz, I almost laughed out loud <laughs> because I, I've seen so many like f- fan art um versions mm-hmm. of what human buzz would look like and so many of them looked exactly like that i was yeah. just like of course that's what he looks like <laughs> i know when that's i saw that thing. too i'm like that's just fan art buzz that's tumblr buzz <laughs> <laughs> like i've seen this before yes i i felt the same way when i saw i was like that's the only way you can go you can't go any other way <laughs> Oh my gosh. But you know what? It works for him. It just, that that's how Buzz looks. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't know how I feel about the fact that they replaced like his, his one little like twirly chin hair with like a dimple a instead. Dimple. I know. I was like, you need to put the swirl back. That was the one thing I was like, just give him the swirl. And I, mean, I don't thing- know what would have actually like looked, what kind of chin hair would have actually looked good and made sense, but. Because yeah. the swirl doesn't make sense if it's, like, a live action. Yeah. Another like, thing I, I noticed know. is that they did make his hair color a little bit darker than what most people would draw it as. Yeah. Like, a lot of the fan art I've seen is more, like, blonde. Like a blonde, yeah. yeah. And for him, he had more, like, brown hair. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. That they didn't just go on Tumblr and be like, okay, that's what Buzz <laughs> looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but yes, just seeing that, I was like, that's that's fan art, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure people at Pixar were already drawing human buzz and, you know, part of the Tumblr community are Pixar artists, so you know <laughs> that they had some influence. Not saying that they like not saying that the they steal art. I mean, it's but just perfect, though. It like, works of course, so it's well. Just like that's what he looks like. Yeah, exactly. Of course, it is. Of course, <laughs> it's just that's just how Buzz looks. <laughs> so let's talk about socks. <laughs> Apologies to everyone in advance if this just turns into like a socks love fest. <laughs> this is just going to be. You know, forget talking about the rest of the movie. This is now a socks appreciation <laughs> podcast. Every episode, we just talk about socks and how much I we mean, love them. It would not be a bad show. <laughs> Two socks and beyond. I don't know. Two socks and beyond. <laughs> that makes a pair. So when Socks first showed up in one of the first trailers, I was worried because I was like, how is this character going to be any different than, like, other similar characters? Like C-3PO, R2-D2, Baymax from Big Hero 6. Even if we're talking about Buzz Lightyear, like XR. Yeah. um, You know, that kind of, like, robot, like, helper, like, sidekick kind of kind of thing and i was worried that he was going to be annoying yes for me i was afraid he was going to be annoying and i whenever i see a quote-unquote cutesy sidekick 
I always, my brain always reverts to, oh no, this is going to be just like the chicken in Moana and it's just going to be (laughs) comic relief (laughs) and not even good comic relief at that. I'm like, man, we're going to get another annoying character, but I'm so glad that Sox was actually a fun character and I would die for this robotic feline. (laughs) (laughs) I like... After I first saw the movie, I think that night when I got home, I texted you like, I want a socks plush. <laughs> I remember that text. <laughs> anyway, they, I like that they, he, he, like we said, he could have been really annoying in the, in his first like introductory, inter, I can't talk, introductory <laughs> scene, they, it kind of gets a little close to that. Yeah. But cause... I feel like it works because it's like, he's supposed to be kind of annoying buzz in that first scene yeah when they first show him he's just following protocol he's just doing what he was programmed to do and help buzz when he comes back from his first mission so it made me laugh when buzz tells him that the mission failed and he's like your mission failed i am so sorry to hear that like a therapist or something. <laughs> I don't he's so I don't know if matter of fact is the right phrase. <laughs> but he's just the just the way he says it. He's the way um, he says it is funny. Like I know he's trying to help Buzz, but the way it sounds a little not really sarcastic, but kind of just like I don't know, just the way he says it is funny. <laughs> yeah, and um when he's like asking Buzz, like what kind of sounds he wants to hear. <laughs> and then he, Buzz says, okay, white noise is fine. And then you think that like he's just going to play white noise through like some internal speaker <laughs> or something. But instead he just goes, <sighs> oh my God, that made me laugh so much because I was actually thinking that too. I thought he was just going to play white noise. But no, he's making the white noise with his voice. <laughs> He's actually voiced by um, Pete Sohn, who has been at Pixar for many years. He directed the movie The Good Dinosaur. He's done... Uh, what other voices has he done? Oh, he was Squishy. Ah, Squishy. In He's Monsters University. favorite. He... Okay, as much as the movie is not liked by the general... Uh, fan base of Pixar. I like Monsters University, and Squishy is one of my most favorite Pixar characters. Yeah, I I like him. He was also Emil in Ratatouille. Ah, okay. Yeah, no. Now that you say that, that his voice sounds very familiar. Yeah, and he's also directing the upcoming film Elemental. Oh, very nice. Yeah. But he does a really good job as Socks. He, he does. He it, he really walks that line because Socks can be like kind of blunt at times. Yeah. Being a robot, I guess. <laughs> but he can he like walks that line between like blunt and kind of like sarcastic. Yeah. In the future, but and also like very sincere at the same time. Yeah, because he does. It's funny seeing 
him as a robot display emotion, Mm -hmm. but also being very matter of fact, like, this is how it is, and I'm being blunt because I'm a robot. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like he's a therapy robot, so he's he's programmed to understand human emotion, but he's still a robot. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, he's supposed to be a little more, um, I guess, compassionate. Or Mm -hmm. just a little more empathetic, so they did give him emotions. But at the same time, he's just there being a robot, a robotic feline. (laughs) Well, it's just that, like like we just talked about, that delivery of that line. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's one of my favorite lines now of that movie. (laughs) Yes. And I I love the animation of him as well, because, you know, there's the joke that cats are liquid. Yeah, cats are very fluid, and he's very rigid. (laughs) He's a robot. He is made of presumably metal. But Mm -hmm. they still, they find a line between robot and cat Mm -hmm. that it still feels like, it still feels very cat-like. Yes, he's more fluid than like a regular robot. But also he still has a little bit of the rigidity because of the metal. And he can still he can squish himself inside Buzz's helmet. That made me laugh so much. The way he's squishing around to get around mm-hmm. to the back of it just looks so funny. I'm like, this little cat is my favorite. He, the thing that made me laugh the most was in the beginning where, um, when he is running with Buzz to get into the ship because they found the new crystal, um combination that they needed to use uh when they find when they get off of the elevator and they find that person and he just like tranquilizes okay like can we talk about though because i have some questions yes because one so that was meant for buzz if he got out of line yes did alicia gave him socks did she know that was there did she put that in there (laughs) did star command do that without her knowledge somehow also socks had plenty of opportunities before that point to shoot buzz with it but i guess he decided not to right i feel like it may just be standard issue if it's a therapy animal and they know that some of the patients may have ptsd or like get combative with their um, their mental condition, so maybe that's just standard issue. But at the same time, I want to know how many tranquilizer shots are in there because getting into the spoiler part of it, the other socks has the other another socks dart. Has even another though, dart, even though he the shooting with the tranquilizer dart happened before the the whole split, I thing. guess yes. So the, does the he timeline have split? multiple? I don't know. That well, that was one of the other things I was wondering. Yeah. So for that, I I can see it being like, oh yeah, it was because it's an alternate universe socks. But I'm like, no, because this happened before the alternate universe thing happened. Yeah. And Buzz, I mean, the way Buzz says, oh, was that meant for me? That feels like it's supposed to be a line explaining to the audience that that was meant for him. Right. 
Because you still, know, the, you know, some people are going to be like, well, why did he have a dart? Why did he have this and that? And it's like, it's a tranquilizer in case Buzz got out of line. <laughs> but then that's still, why did, did Alicia know it was there? Right. That's what yeah. I'm confused about. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe she knows how Buzz really is. Well, she does because she worked with him. Well, she they're like best friends since the since the academy. Hey, if my best friend got crazy, I would do that to them too. I'm like, look, <laughs> you know, calm down. <laughs> I I I adore socks. I I mean, like I said, I was so I was nervous about how he was gonna end up being but like i'm the president of the socks fan club now oh yes i know i love all his little things too like when um when they're in the cockpit of the the ship that they're stealing and the ivan is not allowing him to override it he's just oh, like yeah. allow me he gets his tail <laughs> and plugs it in. he has a little r2d2 moment where he's got a gadget and built for everything that he can yes. stick into the computer and it somehow fixes. He's whatever's basically wrong. the Swiss army knife of robots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also, also love when he, he goes, oh, go ahead. when he's doing it and he goes, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Yes. He goes, beep, boop, beep, boop. And when he's searching, he goes, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> well, he actually, and again, like, like with the white noise thing, he actually makes noise himself yes i love that part that he actually says it instead of like like r2d2 sounds he actually says beep boop beep boop and he says meow 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 <laughs> i wonder if they had planned that like from the beginning or if that was something they just like decided in in like the voice acting booth that it would be funny to do that yeah i don't know, I don't know. that's interesting maybe to make it more um i don't know i was gonna say lifelike but there's nothing lifelike about robots. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Maybe just for the, the comedic effect of it, because it is funnier to have somebody say that instead of it actually happening. Yeah. And I like the way um, when he's typing on the little computer <laughs> thing whatever it is just going like that they're so stiff like going stiff up and down up and down. it's it's yes. so cute i love him he's so and cute and when when buzz first gave him the computer i was like uh and, and he's like you can figure out the you can work on this fuel problem i was like he's gonna figure it out he's Foxy's <laughs> gonna be the one to fix it and then when he did i was like yes he did it. i know i was so excited for him i was like i'm so proud of this little robot it only took him 62 years <laughs> <laughs> which brings up my other question was he just alone in buzz's living quarters for 60 years like other than like in between test flights when buzz was there for like a night or something probably like was alicia yeah. taking care of him i don't know maybe not because he is supposed to be self-sufficient he's a robot and he was doing work for buzz so maybe she just thought like oh he just turns him off when he's not there but he was working on the the fuel. Oh no, wait! I I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like Alicia thought that he was turned off, but he was not. He was working on the fuel thing the whole time. <laughs> I guess it. I guess Izzy probably would have recognized him as well. Yeah, too. From would, like when she was little. 
Yeah, if she was taking care of Socks, if Alicia was taking care of Socks, Izzy would have recognized him. I feel bad that we're like 40, 45 minutes into this and we're only just now talking about Alicia and Izzy. (laughs) Nobody cares about them, just Socks. (laughs) I care about them, but maybe not as much as I care about Socks. I know. No, I actually really like, aside from our... uh, Fox rant um i do like all of the characters like everybody there just fits like all the characters even airman diaz i love him because he looks like a little hispanic guy i love him. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's the one who grows a beard right yes he's the one that grows a beard i love him just that he looks so cute all old to <laughs> going down the stairs i think he looks like my grandpa He's like Carl Fredrickson yes. <laughs> going down the stairs. Oh my gosh. And just, you know, all the care even the three, um, they're not even rookies. What are they called? The the, the junior, junior patrol. patrol. Yes. They're so great. I love them. Izzy is, you know, she's just determined to be as great as her grandma. And, you know, Mo is just doing whatever he didn't even want to be there he wanted to quit <laughs> and then darby i love darby okay so if i get old and you know if something happens just think of darby i'm gonna be darby when i get older <laughs> so i'll i'll admit i at first i didn't love I, I didn't really like either Darby or Mo that much. I still don't really like Mo. I <laughs> Darby grew on me. I think she's funny. And she has she has some really good lines. Mo, yeah. I was just like, this guy can't do anything right. Like he everything he does, <laughs> almost everything that he does that's helpful is by accident. Yeah. <laughs> or just by chance. And I was, and he has a couple of funny lines, I guess, but mostly I was just like, I'm kind of annoyed by this guy, to be honest. That is funny. Um, I, I get where you're coming from because he is, he can be annoying, but I think he is the main comedic relief. Yeah. I was also, I think part of what bugged me about them the, f- the first time I saw the movie was I was like, I, I feel like I've seen tons of other characters just like them and there's not really there's not really anything in particular about these two them yeah they're Uh more flat than the other characters they're not well-rounded characters and they're mainly there just to assist the main characters in fulfilling the plot of the story they're not really there for anything else and to mo's credit when I was watching the movie last night on Disney Plus, I was like, okay, there's a couple of things that he does. Like he points out that the um the robots wouldn't want to step on yeah. the bomb. That <laughs> he he's not totally useless, useless I guess. <laughs> my favorite pen, thing about the pen thing was kind of funny. Yeah, that was my favorite thing about Mo was the pen. That he was so excited about the pen because I absolutely adore pens and i would have gotten just as excited if i found a pen on my space ranger suit oh you know what also and i think part of the reason he annoyed me was that he knocked socks off the table that yes i was very upset about that i was like i would have thrown him off with the vending machine 
I would have just chunked him into the mine. I'm like, you killed Fox. I don't know. He he wasn't my favorite character, but Darby, yeah. I like him. I love Darby. I would say out of between the two of them, Darby's my favorite. Yeah. Another thing I really liked that I feel should be mentioned is how cool Zerg looks. Like I was yeah. I was hoping that they would have given him like a glow up like that and they did not disappoint me. Um because if you look at the toy, he's just like a little cylinder and he just like wheels himself <laughs> around. So now that he has legs and he walks around, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Before I do want to talk about Zerg, but I feel like before we get too much farther, we should probably um we should probably talk some some more about uh Alicia and and Izzy oh, as well. Yes. We started to and then we started to, and then we went off on, like, Darby and Mo. <laughs> so, I do like her character. I like Alicia. I feel like we didn't see enough of her, but I know that she wasn't yeah. as important to the main story because it was supposed to be about Izzy. Um, I don't know. I want to She say... was kind of the um, Ellie Fredrickson. Yeah, from uh, that's that was sort of sort of I say kind of her role in this movie where she's like, you know, she's they're not married, but she's super close <laughs> with Buzz and they even have this montage with her like getting older and then it ends with her dying. Yeah. And I think that was the right choice instead of keeping her there because. She seemed like she was a little more, um, like, she would have done the job alongside Buzz, but maybe would have, like, taken the spotlight a little bit more. I don't know. Well, she's also the commander, whereas he's, he was captain, so she had... Yeah, she was and he's above the him. pilot, so she, she had, you know, a job to do uh back on the planet right so i feel like seeing their friendship though was really nice and seeing how you know she didn't get to live her life with her best friend there that was really sad like i i felt bad about that i felt bad that as determined as buzz was i was like you need to spend time with your friend well, I feel like it goes back to that kind of tunnel vision like we talked about before. Yeah. Where he's so singularly focused on getting his mission done that he doesn't realize what, what is happening in the around process. him. Yeah. yeah. He missed out on all that, which I'm glad that he did get to um like connect with Izzy. I'm glad mm -hmm. that he was able to kind of um you know I guess, rekindle the friendship, but it was with Izzy now and not her grandma. Mm -hmm. And so. I don't, I mean, I, I know why, but I don't really understand why people are so mad about, uh, about her relationship and about the kiss. I'm just like, Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I, I get why people are upset and I get, Un unfortunately, 
I get both sides of it. I'm like, okay, whatever. But it was such a small moment. It's part of the montage. It's not even like a drawn out thing. So even like, okay, so I watched it with my parents mainly because I wanted to see their reaction because my parents mm-hmm. are more on the conservative side than anything. They didn't say a word and they didn't care. <laughs> they were just like, I liked the movie because the movie's not about that. It's not about Alicia's relationship with her wife. It's about Buzz Lightyear and his his growth through the movie, really. Yeah, and it was like she just happened to be a lesbian in a lesbian relationship, which I appreciated. That yeah, it was just like it's just a fact of life. That's that's in our that's just that's who she is. Yeah, in our day and age in society, you're not going to win the battle of fighting against it. It's just it's here. And whether you agree with it or not, that's your personal opinion. And if you're going to cry about it, please do it at your house because <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy a movie. <laughs> yeah so like (laughs) i don't know i think it was silly because it was not that big of a deal in the movie it's not like they were trying to make it like oh look she's a lesbian and oh she has a wife and oh they're kissing it's like no they're just they're living their life and buzz was missing it that was the main point that buzz was missing it (laughs) um I don't. I was trying to talk about Izzy, and I don't know. You know, I'm trying to think of things. So I like that she is. I don't know. Trying to be like her grandma. Like she wants to be a space ranger. It's really cute in the the hologram of Alicia. Oh, and going back to Alicia a little bit, that the the hologram scene of her like made me cry (laughs) oh that was so sad yes that was the one part that i felt like i would get choked up and cry about i didn't cry with it but it made me feel so sad i was like oh my gosh she's already old and she's missed out on her friend and now she's saying goodbye to him in a hologram because she's already dead by the time he comes back yeah, and then when he's looking down at the photo and you just see the tear drop oh, on the photo, I was yes. like, oh my gosh, Buzz is crying. That, <laughs> that part made me really sad. I was so, like, I was heartbroken that, you know, it, she was gone. That was so yeah. sad. But anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> talking about Izzy. Um you said that you know she's she wants to be like her grandma, which is a good thing, but it, it kind of contributes to her uh the mistake that she makes where she push, pushes the button too soon because this whole time mm-hmm. she's trying to she's trying to like recreate the relationship that her grandma had with Buzz, where they're like finishing each other's sentences. Mm-hmm. She was trying, she was to, trying to live up to all that. Time. And she and and in that moment, you know, she's trying to like anticipate what he's about to tell her and all that. And she pushes the button way too soon. Yeah. That I feel like she 
really was trying to live up to that because she knew how important it was for Buzz to be friends with Alicia. They were really close. And I guess maybe in Izzy's mind, she was like, he has been gone forever and he missed out on my grandma. So this is the least I can do. But also because she was trying to live up to being her grandma, it just got to her head. And she, you know, that's why she was so distraught when she made the mistake. I mean, honestly, I would have been distraught too. But she was like, even when she told Mo, she's like, this is different because it's my mistake. Which I felt. I felt that too because I've told people that. And then when I do something like, no, it's wrong. I've ruined everything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I feel like uh, it's a little bit Buzz's fault too for making her feel like she had to live up to her grandma because he's right. like from the get-go he's just like oh if you're anything like her then you then you know we'll get along great or whatever yeah um, and like constantly like comparing her to alicia right that part did kind of make me feel bad because people don't realize that they do that people don't realize how much they compare other people to someone else and it does feel bad. I've been compared, you know, to other people. And I'm like, I can't live up to that. I can't live up to anybody else. I'm me. I'm who I am. And if you can't accept that, then either we can't be friends or this is just going to be a really difficult time because I'm not that person. <laughs> I feel like that's part of uh, both Izzy and Buzz's whole arc through the movie of like Izzy realizing you know she looks up to her grandma but she has to learn to be an individual her own person and Buzz has to learn that you know he doesn't need her to be Alicia you know he needs her to be Izzy right and I really liked that when um he's fighting with Zerg and he sees Alicia at first but it's when he's kind of out of it when he's kind of out of it and then he realizes it's Izzy and then he says, no, I don't need your grandma. I need you. Mm-hmm. Like he finally realized like, I'm not going to get Alicia back because she's already gone. So I need to trust that Izzy is going to be just as good to help me because, you know, she's been here this whole time. I mean, the whole time he's been like, no, I got to do this by myself. But he finally realized I need somebody and I need this somebody, you know? Yeah, which, speaking of that, that is one of the the similarities that I alluded to earlier to the um, the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command movie, mm-hmm. where he, in that movie, at the beginning, Buzz loses his partner, Warp, mm-hmm. and from that point on, he's like, I'm not going to have a partner ever again, because uh, he doesn't want to put anyone in harm's way. Like mm-hmm. he, spoilers, but he thinks he did with Warp. <laughs> um, and the whole time he's just like, I don't, I don't want to work with these rookies. I don't want to, I'm just going to do all this by myself. I'm, I don't need anybody. And like has to learn, oh, I actually need this group of other people. And both this 
movie and Buzzer Star Command happen to be a group of rookies. Yeah. <laughs> and the two movies almost start start off with almost the exact same joke. Where in Lightyear, he's narrating and uh, Alicia's like, oh, you were narrating again. And then in Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, he's doing the same thing. And um, Warp is like, you know, nobody reads those reports. (laughs) Um, There's also a similar joke about squeezing the trigger of the gun versus pulling the trigger. Buzz tries to steal a ship in Buzz Lightyear Star Command, but Mira beats him to it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of similarities and differences between Buzz Lightyear Star Command and this movie, uh, Zerg, going back to him, mm-hmm. is a very different character in this movie. <laughs> How did you feel about the, the big twist? So of him actually being old Buzz, because I I have mixed feelings. I honestly, okay, I have mixed feelings too, because I was kind of hoping they weren't going to do the whole like dad joke, <laughs> and I mean they kind of did, and I thought it was funny because he was like dad, and he's like no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just I don't know how I felt about, um. Zerg being old Buzz. I and it's not even like oh this has been done before in sci-fi. It's not that original or whatever. I'm just like I kind of prefer Buzz Lightyear of Starkman slash Toy Story Buzz who like wears a red cape and says things like Jim Crack and Dandy <laughs> and like names his henchman Agent Z because he'll save a fortune on monogramming. <laughs> I yeah. feel like this is just Thanos Zerg. Yeah, that's the way I felt about it too. Like I I get why He's even they played used by it. James Brolin, who is the um I don't know Marvel, so don't quote me on this. I think he's <laughs> the dad of Josh Brolin who played Thanos. Okay. Hmm. I don't know because I don't really particularly care. <laughs> but it was an interesting twist. But also, it was kind of like, I get how it works. Because he traveled so far into the future that he was able to come back with time travel. And he mm-hmm. was only able to use that particular time. That's why when Buzz came back... Zerg was already there and you know whatever so it makes sense and it works but I would have preferred just a completely robotic Zerg and I would have liked it to have been like I don't know if you've seen the new Lost in Space Mm -mm. okay so in the new Lost in Space there's a whole like race of robots and they're all so the way it works is this alien species made the robots and the robots turned against them so when the humans meet them they're going to kill the humans too but will robinson is able to make one his friend so Mm. 
I feel like it could have been like a robot race that like took out the people that created them and then just coming to invade. But I don't know. That wouldn't have worked with the storyline of Buzz Lightyear and it would have just gotten way dark, way fast. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like the having the giant Zerg mech suit made it made like some of the fight scenes cool and stuff. But I was just like, I don't. You knew that it was old Buzz in there. So you're just like, you're just fighting with an old Buzz with a really cool suit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, I, it's fine. I just didn't. To me, it's like the, like the trope of children's cartoons where it's just a tiny little mouse inside like this big old body, the robotic body. And when you find out that the robot's been controlled by a puny little person the whole time, it's just kind of like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do like the kind of exploration of like, what if Buzz had sort of continued being the way he was and not. Yeah, where like he didn't realize changed. That was an interesting concept that they thought of. And like we talked about, the tunnel vision thing, he's like so, he's been trying to finish this mission for how many years, <laughs> hundreds of at years least, at this point. Yeah. And he, it's not even about, it's not even about like let's get everyone home now. Really, it's more like it's it was himself. It's it was to make him, him being selfish. Yeah, it's. I mean, he even he even says, "I'm going to matter again." Yeah, I think and that's the line. For him to say that, like, you realize, like, he went down so low to where he started kind of not really going crazy, but it got to his head. That he had to complete the mission and it wasn't even for the people anymore. It was for him. So yeah, it became like a self-absorbed kind of mission. And I did think it was interesting because I noticed after the first test flight fails when he's about to go do the second one, Alicia is like, maybe let's think about this for a second. And he's like, no, Alicia, we've got to do this, blah, 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 blah whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he's with old buzz zerg at one point uh young normal buzz i guess is like well maybe let's think about this for a second and old buzz is yeah. like nope <laughs> he just won't have it and it's like man it's the natural progression of how he was before if he hadn't met izzy and the others and like learned about mm-hmm. if he hadn't realized you know, that Alicia had like this whole other, this whole life on this planet. And maybe that all these people were, could actually thrive on Takani Prime. Yeah. I feel like once he realized that, that people, it's not like they were stranded there and they were suffering. They made a little dome for themselves and they were able to thrive. They were able to live their lives comfortably. They 
didn't in have spite to of it being like a hostile planet like exactly. Buzz says in the, Buzz says in the <laughs> beginning when they first get there he's like this is uh it's uninhabitable uninhabitable yeah and despite even that the crazy vines and the giant bugs they were mm-hmm. able to thrive and have a life like alicia had her family and she was able to you know enjoy her family and see her granddaughter at least grow up to like three or four and mm-hmm. you know it's just you don't think about that when you're obsessed with finishing a mission you don't see the outside or like the bigger picture of it and i think when alicia told him let's wait a couple years and you know think about it she had already realized that because she was already engaged she you know the next time he came back she was pregnant and she was starting her life she was finally realizing there's more to life than just the mission and buzz you know he had been on the planet for a year or whatever but that whole time he had been focused on on the mission yeah getting, and during getting that, the test flight ready yeah during that time that year everybody was like that because they were all building stuff for the mission mm-hmm. they were all you know like they put the turnip back up and they built the little launching thing so they were all you know like okay we're gonna get off this planet we're just going to take a little bit of time but after that that's when they were like oh we've actually been here four extra years compared to buzz and during that time they realized like well this is not so bad of a planet you know or like at least that we can we can make this workable you know yeah they can survive on it and during that time buzz didn't see he was only gone for four minutes so he was still in the mentality of we got to get out of here which was the, um, not that exact mentality, but like that, like being focused on a hey, let's on do mission, this mission yeah. and let's not think about this, uh, was what got them into this trouble in the first place. Right. And it, it's funny because you think about it and Buzz still obsessed with the mission. It's as if he, well, old Buzz was already like 50 years older. He was already too far gone. But when he you, said he was like Buzz, he, he said something like, I'm you in 50 years. I don't know. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So he had already aged and he was, um, he was still determined to finish the mission. But for Buzz, what I'm trying to get at is, like, he was still obsessed with the mission, even with Alicia, even Mm -hmm. after, like, 100 years. But because he did not live those 100 years, it was only, like, maybe at the most an hour that he had been circling the star and then coming back to the planet. Oh, yeah. Because all of the trips he did, all those years were passing, and he... I mean, I assume he was, there was at least, like, he went to bed every night and then, like, started the next test the next day or something. Right, yeah. So maybe, like. Like, only a couple weeks at most. Yeah. But in space, yeah, he was only out there for maybe, like, an hour or two at the most going through the whole mission. But he was still in that mentality, like, we got to get out of here. And, you know, we talked about how earlier in this episode we talked about the difference between Woody and Buzz being that Woody is like the 
let's not think about this. Let's <laughs> let's just jump in. And Buzz is like the let's think about this and let's plan ahead. But right. I feel like once he has that plan, mm-hmm. it he he has a difficult time deviating from it. Right. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, old Buzz slash Zerg gone really wrong when he smashed his socks. Oh my gosh, that made me so mad that he just, I mean, he called him a traitor because he did shoot him with the tranquilizer, but I was like, didn't have to kill him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you could tell that, like, that socks was kind of fed up with him, too. Yeah, he was like, I like the new changed buzz when he had tranquilized old buzz. I'm like, for you to be that absorbed in the mission that you don't even care about those around you, even if it's a robot, I'm like, that's how you know that you're too far gone. Well, and even just like looking at that socks, like he didn't bother. He was beat up and like he didn't bother to like try to fix him up or like he just, he clearly didn't care. He was just like. Yeah, he, he just he, left him like that. Like, oh well, you're not part of the mission, really. Yeah. But I did like when the other socks was like, you don't even want to take some of this cool technology and uh normal buzz is like, only you, buddy. And I was like, oh, and then he I got know. Smashed. And I was then like, he got <laughs> smashed. <laughs> it would have been funny to see the two socks together though. They would have been a pair of socks. oh my gosh yeah no i felt really bad about that i was so mad i was like how dare he how dare he actually squish it and then to think like how young boys thought about that like he was probably really angry that he's like future me did that (laughs) well and you think about that too that's like that would make him feel like well what if i I could become that, you know? Yeah, you don't want to become that. Like, when you see your future self and you see something that far gone, like, your attitude has changed to who you aren't, I think I would have been the same. Like, I would have been like, no, I want to get as far away from that as possible. Which then makes it funny that old Buzz says, you've changed, Buzz. I know. (laughs) That Which, like, yeah, he has, because he's, like, realized the error of his ways, but still. I know. It's funny that the older was telling the younger that. <laughs> yeah. But um, going back to what, actually, the other socks said about, like, oh, you want all this cool technology? So Old Buzz says that he borrowed that technology yeah. And in the flashback, we see him like where he finds the Zerg suit. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, in that post credit scene, we see uh, that Zerg is alive, or at least said the, the, the light on the suit comes, comes yeah. back. So, and it's been confirmed from the director, Angus McLean, on Twitter that he, that. Buzz stole all that stuff from the actual Zerg, which oh. is part of why the the robots say Berserk. Uh huh. Which makes a lot more sense because, like, that doesn't 
where would the where would the the name Zerg come from? Buzz. Exactly. Like that didn't make sense to me, but well, and it didn't make it made even less sense to me at first until I saw the subtitled version, even though it was Spanish, because all I heard was the Zerg. Yeah. I didn't hear the the little like the Bazerg. Yeah. At the beginning. So I was like, what what is Zerg the how do how does how do you get that? How do they from- try to say buzz and accidentally say Zerg? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now, like, does that, I don't know, like, does that make it a possibility that they would make a second Lightyear movie? I think that's what they want to do. Because that would be interesting to see. It also means that Zerg could still be Buzz's father. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) If the original Zerg wasn't uh, old Buzz. Assuming that old Buzz isn't just in that suit. Yeah. You know, now that I think about that, it could be that, you know, once Buzz stole everything, like if they do make a second movie, maybe they'll come to where they have that ship, like they have a tracking device on the ship and they'll come and then, you know, chaos and, ensues. And the actual Zerg the actual Zerg will chase will him come. down either because he's his dad or because he thinks he's the Buzz who stole the technology Everything. from him. Yes. And he'll think like, you did this to me. And it's like, no, I didn't. And then I think about it. I'm like, he was centuries away. So does that mean that Zerg has the same technology to travel to and from in time? Like, can he go back in time? I mean, he says, old Buzz says, um, you know, I went forward to a future like you could never imagine with all this technology. That's true. They might have the technology already. I don't know. But with how not so great this movie did in the box office and the types of reviews it's got, I don't. Uh, I mean, I'm crossing my fingers for a sequel, but I, I don't know if it'll happen. Right. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier, but there was so much confusion surrounding what this movie is Mm -hmm. and people had so, so many like expectations for what it should be which in fair in fairness was some of those uh expectations i feel like pixar set up either and yeah like inadvertently but like people are either expect it to be like this i don't know like fun like more more like fun like kids sci-fi movie and then they're disappointed when it's more like um an actual story (laughs) yeah or when it's when it's more of like a serious kind of kind of darker it's i mean it's not really that dark but you you know what i mean it's more of a serious movie than like a fun lighthearted like toy story it's not fun and happy like toy story even though toy story does have its darker moments it's more of a i mean they almost killed them in a (laughs) this is true they almost incinerated them but 
besides that, like Toy Story 1. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like it's more, it's geared towards the older audience because it's the movie that Andy saw. And the only people that would get that fully are like our generation. Yeah. But then there's a part of me that's like, I don't know if, if a seven year old boy like Andy would necessarily be super into this movie, which then makes it again, make more sense that there was the, that this movie was from the eighties. And then there was the cartoon series that was based on mm-hmm. it, Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, and then that's what Andy's toy was from. Right. And for me, but, I I can see a seven-year-old liking the movie, but um, I don't know, like, with today's generation of kids, like, I don't know if they would have liked the movie. Because, like, in the 90s, I was seven when I saw Aliens. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Like, when... I was younger. I feel like kids watched whatever because their families were watching it and they liked whatever. And I think of it now, like little kids like to go watch the like Avengers and all the different Marvel movies. So maybe they would have liked this movie too. But I think a lot of it has to do with the critics that saw it first and then they made the reviews and then the parents of the kids went, and they saw the reviews and they're like, oh, well, I don't know now. But either way, parents will take their kids to see any movie. I mean, they went and probably took their kids to go see that one movie about the dog. What was it called? Um, Dougal. Do you remember <laughs> that movie? <laughs> I remember that it existed barely. I remember the McDonald's toys from it for some yes. reason. I don't know a single I, thing about that movie. But yeah, I feel like people had some not accurate expectations for what this movie uh, was supposed to be. Um, yeah, and I feel like they could have explained it a little bit better. And I think that yes, well, that's why really, I feel like it's partly Pixar's fault. Yeah, they like, I don't necessarily blame people. Yeah, um, people either thought that it was that it should have been like a more like fun, lighthearted sci-fi kids movie yeah or they thought that woody should have been in it (laughs) honestly which doesn't make that wouldn't have made any sense but for me i think i went into the movie thinking that it was going to be like a like a kids action movie like a Mm -hmm. like oh yeah blast them and like Let's run everywhere and stuff like, like that. The like the Buzz Lightyear Star Command movie. Like, like, that's what I was thinking it was going to be. But, um. And that exists if people want to see that. You yes, can, please. It, it's harder to find, it. but you can watch it. But I think that's what a lot of people were thinking. It was supposed to be a different type of movie. And it's not what I was expecting, but it was not a bad expectation or it wasn't like the expectation, but it wasn't a bad movie, even though I expected something different. Yeah, and I feel like I've heard um, a bunch of people say, like, oh, they liked it better the second time that they saw it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like probably that's because they had 
They already knew what they were going <laughs> they, into. Yeah. So if you didn't like it, then Watch maybe it again. just try it a second time <laughs> and see and see if, if your feelings change. I mean, I personally liked it the first time when I saw it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I thought it was well made and you know, the plot line was good. I mean, of course, there was a few things that I was like, oh, like whatever, like with old buzz. Like that was just something I was not expecting at all for anything. But um Seeing it again the second time, I was like, okay, yeah, no, I like this. This is a fun movie. This is, um, it does keep a lot of references. I did like the references. Uh, I liked how in the movie, uh, not in the movie, in the, the ship, the, the sleeping areas looked like the boxes in Al's toy bar. Oh, did <laughs> Just, they? I they never got all... that. <laughs> They were all stacked like that, and they were all kind of like with a bluish glow, like the way in Al's Toy Barn, the the all the (laughs) Buzz Lightyear boxes are glowing with the blue light. (laughs) That's funny. Let me see if I can think of um, the Toy Story references. There's, uh, I mean, most of the stuff that he says, like when he's very obvious ones. Yeah, it is risk communicator at the beginning of Toy Story is there at the beginning. there's when he opens up socks and socks he does comes to life and he does the over dramatic like karate chop like he does when he first meets Woody. Yes. Um there's Oh, when he's exploring the terrain and he's looking and you see the reflection of his face. Yeah, and the Darth Vader breathing. The Darth Vader breathing. <laughs> um there's uh when she's playing the music. <laughs> like, you're mocking mo- me, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's the whole, there's the, it's both a reference to the Buzz Lightyear video game scene and the elevator fight with Zerg scene in in Toy Story 2, where he uh, <laughs> jumps over and like, yes. does a flip over Buzz. And I was like, are you? Is he going to find, like, some discs to start throwing? I know, that's what I was thinking, too. (laughs) And there's also, I mean, he says, like, not today, not today, Zerg, several times. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's, oh, at the very end, when they're all, um, like, getting into the ship's the ship and they've got like their new space ranger suits and he's doing mm-hmm. the mission log one if you listen to uh what's the number of the mission log um it's something zero zero one and then the mission log that he gives at the beginning of toy story is like the same number but it's two so it's like the next oh, one okay that's interesting and they also say like a version of the spiel that's on the back of Buzz's box. Yes, like, I'm I a member of the Elite that. Uh, the Galactic Alliance. Universe, yeah, the Universe Protection Unit. I protect the galaxy from the threat of invasion. They they, they change it a little bit. They um, did change it a little bit, but yeah, it was pretty much what he says on the back of the box. And I like that their ship is the it ship. It looks like Buzz's <laughs> box. <laughs> This is not really a, a reference to anything, but his MRE just looks absolutely disgusting when he breaks it and 
he waits for it to heat up and then he just oh, takes out yeah. the food is just a brick. <laughs> well, if we're talking about disgusting food, can we talk about the sandwiches? <sighs> I absolutely hate it. I, the thing that made me the most angry about this when whole When he put movie, it on the table? Yes. And then he just picks it up again. I'm like, don't do I that. We're put- living in COVID. <laughs> I wouldn't even put a normal sandwich just on a table without like a plate or a paper towel or something. It's so gross. I don't, man. That scene, okay. Like, if anybody's going to be mad at any scene, don't be mad at the lesbians. Be mad at the meat sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a better thing to be mad at. Oh my gosh, it just made me sad. That just. That stressed me out. I felt my blood pressure rising with that stupid sandwich. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we've been going for, we're getting close to an hour now, probably. You're going to have to edit a lot. Or two hours, actually. (laughs) We're we're way past an hour. Um, So we should probably start wrapping up. Is there anything we haven't mentioned that you want to talk about? No, we've pretty much talked about everything that I wanted to talk about, whatever I had mentally made a bullet point list of. <laughs> well, if I if I have to give my kind of final thoughts, I feel like this movie is like a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah, there was a couple of things that I was just like, if not a little confused about, just absolutely enraged about that meat sandwich, but... <laughs> But other than that, I mean, if you can get past the meat sandwich, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had something else I was going to say. Let me th- I have to think for a minute. <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you one thing. They did not have to make Buzz um, his backside that detailed. <laughs> when he's in the pilot suit, I was just like, it's so awkward. <laughs> But I can't stop looking at him. Oh, man. And then I'm just thinking to myself of like, this movie is not intended for 30 year olds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No comment. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's a solid eight out of ten. I just there's a part of me that is like, I'm glad it exists, but I'm like, there's so many other opportunities for spinoffs in the Toy Story world, and I'm like, we've already kind of had this. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it's fun and I like it, but if we are to do anything with Toy Story, we could have done a Woody's Roundup something. Yeah, they need to just, like, make that show, and then they could make Woody's Finest Hour, and we find out what happens to him. We find out what happens. That's all we need. And I'm just like, there's, there were too many other opportunities for for spinoffs that, that they, that they could have, have done instead of this, and I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I still like it. I'm still, I'm still glad they made it i'm just like there were other things they could have been done instead but it's a good movie in my opinion i highly recommend people watch it if you haven't watched it yet please watch it 
And if you watched it and you didn't like it, then maybe give it another try. Yes. After the second try, give it a third try. And if you don't like it, then too bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, then. I guess we'll be hopefully be back with another bonus episode before too long. Yeah. Before we start Toy Story 2 sometime whenever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hopefully it'll be soon. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts and send us an email if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs>